This is episode 117, Home Gardening Tips for All Spaces. Hi, this is Jocelyn with Striving to be Spiritual, a podcast for moms wanting to strengthen their spirituality. We use the teachings of Jesus Christ and the apostles to come closer to God and ultimately fulfill our divine calling of mothering and raising His children. Hello, how is everybody doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I am trying to get a little bit ahead on these podcasts. We'll see if that actually stays on track because I'm due to have a baby in a little over a month. Woohoo! <laughs> Pregnancy is a hard season of life for me. It's so hard that I felt prompted to make a course about how I've strived to get through it and make it better to help others so it's not hopefully so miserable. So that will become available probably after I have the baby sometime and I hope to give you more details about it in the future. I haven't really decided to do a point of light for your life for the interviews but I really just wanted to talk about the interview I had with Chantel for a little bit. That was last week. She gave us some great takeaways and some great tips for our own development and in striving to be spiritual if we will but try to incorporate them into our lives. She talked about creating her own sacred space, and her sacred space happened to be in her bathroom, and that's what works for her right now with five children. She talked about the way that she connects to her body and her spirit. She talked about her favorite scripture and the person that she wants to become. And as that episode came out before Mother's Day, she talked about a few things that she had learned from her own mother that are inspiring her and have inspired me to want to be a better mother. If you haven't heard that one, I encourage you to go listen to it. The sunshine kissed her cheeks and felt so warm and glorious, especially after a long, almost trying winter. The sun felt so good. The light felt so refreshing, and she was so excited to be playing in the dirt with her children. While her kids were there just really playing, she was playing in her own sense, with her hands and feet in the dirt and trying to get some weeds out so that she could plant some crops. She remembered growing gardens as a child and loved sneaking out to the raspberry or strawberry patch to still the red, ripe, juicy berries, filling the wonderful taste in her mouth as she closed her eyes and let the sun beat down warmly against her face. She remembered snapping the little peas off of the vine and carefully opening the rounded edge to take the peas out and make herself a pea boat canoe. Some of these were some of her fondest memories of summer and enjoying the harvest and enjoying the work and the planning and preparation of growing their own fruits and vegetables. Her joy was full to see her children basking in the dirt, enjoying the rays of sun and herself feeling light and joyous. As she was playing weeds, an old primary song came to her mind. The prophet said to plant a garden, so that's what we'll do. For God has given rich brown soil and the rain and sunshine too. 
And if we plant the seeds just right and tend them carefully, before we know, good things will grow to feed our family. We'll plant the seeds to fill our needs, then plant a few to spare, and show we love our neighbors with the harvest that we share. Oh, won't you plant a garden too and share the many joys a garden brings in health and love to happy girls and boys. Yes, those were all reasons to plant a garden. And she was so excited to share the joy with her sweet children. So when this podcast episode comes out, it will be about May, mid-May, which is a good time to start planting garden, at least where I live. In some places, you can go a little bit earlier. But where I'm at, mid-May or beginning of May, somewhere in there, is a good time to plant our gardens. Today I want to give you some tips for having a home garden and some good quotes that go along with it. President Spencer W. Kimball called upon Latter-day Saints everywhere to produce their own food. For several years, he asked each family to have its own garden. He said, We encourage you to grow all the food that you feasibly can on your own property. Berry bushes, grapevines, fruit trees. Plant them if your climate is right for their growth. Grow vegetables and eat them from your own yard. Even those residing in apartments can generally grow a little food in pots and planters. Study the best methods of providing your own foods. Make your garden neat and attractive, as well as productive. If there are children in your home, involve them in the process with assigned responsibilities. So some of the tips and the quotes that I got for today's episode come from that Latter-day Saint woman book that is on the website of thechurchofjesuschrist.org, and I will link to that in the show notes. Gardening has many benefits. It expands our appreciation of nature. It teaches the family to work together. When we have a garden that produces well, we are not entirely dependent on others for food. We can select crops that we like that provide us a nutritious diet. Growing our own food also gives us the satisfaction of providing for ourselves. We can also trade produce with our neighbors, save money, and help those in need. I know some of you may not have your own spot to grow a garden. You may still be living in apartments or townhomes with no room to really grow your own stuff or a lot of stuff. But start with pots. I used to try and grow tomatoes in pots. (laughs) Unfortunately, they never were super successful, but I tried to do it. One of my friends grows strawberries in pots on her back porch. So pick something that you like and give it a try, even if it's just in pots. When picking what to grow, choose foods that will give your family the nutrients they need. But avoid planting foods that they don't like and won't eat. Another thing to be aware of is what will grow in your area and what will not. Some of the fruit trees do not do well enough in our area because it gets too cold here, like peaches and cherries. They don't grow here very good, but in Utah, those trees go grow really well if you're thinking about fruit trees. So it is important to collect foods that will grow in your climate and soil. When planting your seeds, a good rule of thumb is to follow what it says on the packet when planting them. It usually gives pretty detailed information on how deep, what time of year for what region, and things like that. And that's valuable information. 
If you by chance do not have the seed packet, I found some information that said plant them about four times the diameter of the seeds down. Some plants are also better to buy started, in my opinion, like strawberries and tomatoes. They just come as plants a little better for me, at least. But as you plant your seeds, you will want to keep that soil moist. Because if the seeds aren't moist enough, they won't germinate, and then they won't grow. Sometimes our growing experiments will work out wonderfully and will be such a blessing. Other times, they're not going to grow as well as we hoped they would, or things will happen <laughs> that will cause them not to be able to be used. Like last year, we moved out to the country and animals, wild animals like raccoons, skunks, and deer got more of my produce than I did. And some of that is a little bit out of our control, but I think we'll be blessed for trying. And that fresh food that is grown, that you know what is on your crops, is so rewarding. It's rewarding to eat, to taste. I even think the flavor of homegrown foods is better than store-bought foods. And don't leave your kids out of this process. Teach them to pull weeds. Teach them to enjoy planting and looking for the little sprouts. Teach them that it, they need to water and help take care of it. Strive to be happy and to enjoy it so that they can learn to enjoy it as well. I hated pulling weeds growing up. It was terrible. It was not fun, and I didn't enjoy doing it. But I can honestly say that pulling those weeds taught me a lot of value of work and how we're going to reap what we sow. And if we choose to sow the weeds, that's what we're going to reap. But if we work to bring forth a good harvest, we can bring forth a good harvest. Think about that not just in terms of a literal garden, but in your own lives. If you sow good seeds, good things and good fruit can grow. If you sow bad seeds or let things grow wild, you're not going to reap anything. So what are you sowing in your own metaphorical garden? as today we are talking about our real gardens. My point of light for your life or the tips for some home gardening is to grow things that will grow in your area. Grow things that you'll eat. Keep the seeds wet till they germinate. And in your gardening adventures, include your family. My challenge for you is to grow something, even if it's just some little strawberries in pots. Try to grow something. Growing things has always been a great joy and a blessing in my life, and I believe it can be a joy and a blessing in your life, too. Thank you for listening to this Striving to be Spiritual episode. I appreciate your time and willingness to share this episode. If you have a moment, I would really re appreciate a five-star review on iTunes. That really means a lot to me, and it helps my podcast to be found by others when you guys rate and review it. So thank you for doing that, and thank you again for listening. Until next time. This has been another episode of the Striving to be Spiritual podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and tell your friends. I hope you have a great day. Until next time.